0: So I love to also be kind of, kind of a mentor, kind of a, you know, big sister for them as well. Just, I mean, to have that person that you can ask about things that isn't your mom or isn't your older sister. Um, and I, I don't know, that's something that's something that's really important to me too, is just having that fellowship and being that kind of like mentor for them as well.
1: Hey, y'all, I have Lane Little on the podcast with me today, and we're talking about how she uses senior rep programs to not only grow her business, but also to reach her ideal clients. She drops a lot of knowledge, uh, not only for senior photographers, but also tips for any photographer to implement in their business. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. Um, I'm your host, John Mansfield. Um, Today, I have Lane Little with me. Uh, She is the Rosemary Hen uh, based out of uh, Houston, Texas, and she is just killing the game uh, in senior portraits. And we're talking about uh, senior rep programs today and you know, how you can implement that, what those even are. Um, I know we have uh, quite a few senior photographers that listen to the podcast. uh, So I'm excited for them and excited uh, for me uh, getting to talk to you as well. So Lane, welcome.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited. I, I have never been on a podcast. It's my first one. Um, But I, I actually love talking about senior reps. So when you first um, reached out and asked if um, we could talk about it. I was super excited. I um, kind of started it on a whim a little bit. I when I moved back to Houston um, from college, I noticed that quite a few people here um, were doing senior rep teams. And I was like, you know, like that sounds like a pretty good idea. I don't know. I need to get kind of. Um, introduced back to this community since I've been gone and mm-hmm. um, so I was like, what a better way to do that than have a couple girls from local schools to kind of help me get back into the groove and to get into the schools here um, and then it kind of just took off from there and became something that I like love about my business and that other people seem to like about my business. so um, it was sort of a random thing that started but I'm so so glad I did it um, and it's one of my favorite parts of of what I do so. Um, I'm super excited to
1: talk about it. Nice, that's really cool. Yeah, I love that. I love those stories of like, yeah, I just kind of started this, like on a whim, and then it has taken off, and like this is exactly what I needed to do. And just exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you so you moved away for college. Where were you? Where did you? Move I
0: from? I went to Ole Miss, so I was in Mississippi for okay. cool. four and a half years. Um, and I was born in Houston, and When I went to, I guess, no, when I was in college, we moved around a lot. My dad's a pastor. um, And so we moved, you know, a little while, a couple of times. And when I went to college, we lived in San Antonio. And then when I was graduated from college, my parents lived in Houston. So I came into Houston after not being here for like a good while. Um, And so I had to kind of get like, I didn't really know anyone in Houston that was at least not in high school, um, that I could work with for senior photos. So I kind of had to like figure out how to get, I mean, you have to grow your, you know, your grow, your business anywhere you go. Like if I were to go anywhere else, I probably would have done the same thing. Um, because I just didn't know anyone. Um, mm. but that's kind of how it all became, but yeah, so okay. I went from this and that's actually where I kind of got restarted into photography again. So we can talk about oh, that cool. later.
1: Yeah, no, let's talk about that right now. I don't, I don't
0: okay, know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my life yeah. story. Yeah, let's uh, do my life story. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> um, so I grew up in a super small town. So the, the, the town that we lived the longest in um, is Albany, Texas, which is tiny, tiny town yeah. in Okay. Um, it's 2,000 people. I had like 60 kids in my grade, only one high school. I mean, one stoplight town. small town, Texas. Like if you can imagine Friday night lights, that's my town.
2: (laughs) Um,
0: and so I grew up there for the majority of my life. And in high school, I got, I guess it was like freshman year of high school. I got a Canon rebel, um, for Christmas and I just kind of started shooting. I was like playing around with my friends. Obviously girls love taking pictures. Um, we would like create these like silly photo shoots and like go and do these like crazy things. Like thinking we were like high fashion or something in uh-huh. our small town. Um, but I just kind of grew to love photography. And as I got better, um, I was one of the only people in my town doing any kind of photography. So I was getting hired by families and seniors and things like that in my town to do portraits. And I was like, OK, I like have this kind of little business going. I was charging like $50. I mean, like nothing like it was like yeah. just like a little side gig for a high schooler. Um, and then we moved, um, to San Antonio for my senior year and then the first two years of college. Um, and I did a little bit there. It kind of like triggered off a little cause I was just busy with school, um, and things like that. And then in college, again, I got busy with school and then I wasn't really, I didn't really have an audience there. So I was mm-hmm. kind of just doing it on the side if I felt like it, not that much. So then, Uh, when I was a junior in college, a couple of my friends started doing blogs. So like fashion blogs and things like that. Um, And I was like, I have a pretty nice camera. I used to dabble in photography. Like I can take your outfit photos for you kind of thing. Um, And so I started doing that for them. um, And more people were seeing my work because I was shooting more. um, And people were like, wait a minute, you're, you're kind of good. Like, (laughs) <laughs> can we hire our senior photos or whatever? And, um, I graduated this semester late. So I took everyone in my grade or not everyone, but like all of my friends, all their senior photos, like graduation photos, um, and things like that. And it just kind of took off again. And so since junior year of college, I've kind of continuously been shooting and working, um, until like up to now. Um, but that's kind of how it got restarted again. Um, and then when I moved back to Houston, I had to like, you know, grow my audience here, but mm-hmm. still doing like started again and like had to, you know, restart in this town and meet new people. And then there we go for senior reps. That's nice. How the senior reps got started too. So yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. That's that's cool. Yeah. And I feel like um like with seniors, um, that probably helped like having that portfolio and everything of like all your friends and everything. Yeah. You can just move yeah. into Houston and like maybe not include all the ones with the Ole Miss uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. and gown and that those yeah. photos um, yeah. would just be like, yeah, I can take a photo like this here. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. And then, and then you've been in Houston ever since.
0: Yeah, I've been in Houston ever since. And I've just been trying to grow here um, and kind of get into different schools here. There's so, there's a zillion different schools. And so trying to like narrow down the area I want to be in. Um, and I lived in Creekside, like in the Woodlands for a little while. And then that was probably the year that I grew the most. Um, and so I got a lot of clients in that area. I think um, that was one of the first years that I did reps was when I lived up there. And so that's kind of just where my client base is, is North Houston, Woodlands, Tomball, Klein, um, Cy schools kind of mm-hmm. up there. So, um, uh, yeah. that's kind of how, like where I've kind of landed and kind of gotten stuck. And so, which is good. I love, I love the Northeastern area, but that's kind of my little,
1: yeah, and there's there's some some really great places for photos up there too.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's yeah. so many. And I was, um, we were just talking earlier about how I'll eventually migrate back up there um, because mm-hmm. there's no good fields in downtown Houston, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah. everyone
1: loves those like open fields, tall grass, yep. tall grass,
0: flowers. Yep. Yep. So, and that's a super popular thing with seniors. Um, it's either field with nothing. Or like straight up downtown rooftop vibes. Yep. So, which I love both, but, um, oh, yeah. so I do, I do a little half and half, seven, seven, like North Houston and the fields and stuff. And then some down here in the city.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. I just, uh, I just tried out a new, uh, rooftop garage in downtown. Um, and it's so much better. Uh, it's like, uh, do you ever shoot at Saks garage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. So it's across the street.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, the one that you can see from that. You can see, yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. As I went there, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I like this one better." And that's
0: uh, feel kind of grungy, which I guess is if you want that, uh-huh. that's good. But it sometimes it gets and it gets so crowded.
2: Yeah, um, there's
0: always people there, and yes. it's a very popular spot for people to take car photos. Which uh-huh. the whole roof, which it's, you're like.
1: It's not a very big roof. Either. No. Oh, no, not at all. Because I we were originally going to go to Saks, but they had uh, upped their parking fees, mm-hmm. um, probably because all of us photographers keep going there. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, We're going to charge you 30 bucks to park here now. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to do this. Um, i not going to pay 60 bucks for both of us to park. Uh, so we went across the street, which was like $8, much $8. more doable. Yeah. Um, and then I was just looking over there and there were all these photographers showing up and like a dude was over there setting up a drone and then they had yeah. a car like parked across like five different spots to do some photos. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm really glad that we're over glad here. We,
0: yeah. Glad we changed a, our spot.
1: A much bigger roof and we're by ourselves. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. Tax has definitely gotten, and that's something I see with everything is things just get, once people find out about them, they just get overused. And then a lot of times, like with the price thing, yep. either people are raising their prices or they're not allowing photographers to go up there anymore. And mm-hmm. um, I just recently, have, I'm in a um, Instagram like group with a couple other photographers in our area. And one of us, one of the girls just told us that there's a place in Galveston called Beach Town. Yeah. Um, it's a really popular spot for photographers. And recently the Um, I guess the people that live there you know, don't like when photographers come or something. And they've put up signs now that say no photography, no business, no nothing is allowed here anymore. And so we're like, Uh, it's just because there's the one person or like the couple people who um, don't use their manners and, you know, get on people's porches or like bring all of their gear and block a whole sidewalk or things like uh, that. Um, And it's just so unfortunate for the people who are being respectful and love to use that location and then can't use it anymore because of, you know, just over people like using it too much or overstepping or whatever. So it's just yeah. kind of a humor, like with sacks and with like beach town and things like that, that they just get mm-hmm. so used. Um, but I, you can't do anything about that, but it's just kind of unfortunate.
1: It is. Yeah. It's, I, I, I recently took this, uh, Leave no trace course um, oh, Monday, yeah uh, and uh, a bunch of other uh like elopement kind of destination uh photographers put this together um and it's about leave no trace um, which also goes like hand in hand with uh with city shoots too, like if you're gonna throw some confetti like yeah. pick it up afterwards yeah. um or get the biodegradable stuff that's like yeah. actually biodegradable and yeah. and there are so many. Um, so many places, like, uh, there's a few spots in Sedona, Arizona that I was looking to go. Um, I was planning to take one of my couples to go do engagements there. And then I was researching it. I was like, yeah. So they actually closed, uh, two photographers because too many people were there and like they started, um, just like marking up, uh, some of the, some of the rock formations and things because they were doing like certain photos and then leaving stuff there and there's just a bunch of trash to where they had to like install bathrooms and uh trash cans just out yeah. in the middle of the desert and, and you're like uh,
0: this was so beautiful and open and now because of uh, all people who are misusing the the land and then it becomes yeah and i, I think about a lot when i shoot in called station because that's a huge thing is doing oh yeah or AM grads, and it just gets completely out of hand. It's like everywhere, which yeah. I mean, confetti is great. Like, I love confetti, I love shooting with confetti, but you do have to think about cleaning it up or getting the kind of confetti that is biodegradable or whatever, so that you can yeah. get rid of it and not like ruin the, the area. And everybody has his chances of using the spot, you know? Exactly. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you can be mindful of like where you're shooting and Like the the businesses and the people that live around there, and then also the other photographers that might be coming later on that day.
0: Yeah, like I I may not want your confetti in my shoe. uh (laughs) Sometimes it's fine, but most of the time I don't want your rainbow confetti in my like whatever shoe, you know. Uh
1: Um, Definitely. Oh yeah, but okay, well, cool. So before we get into the the senior rep programs and everything, um, has there been just in uh, in your photography career or just life in general has there been a piece of advice that has been like a game changer or like a wow moment uh for you
0: i i I think one thing that i constantly go back to when working or if i get asked from other younger photographers or newer photographers is the like phrase why not like why not try this idea why not like try to shoot or like reach out to someone who you really want to shoot with or like why not reach out to a company and see if they'll collab with you or whatever mm-hmm. why not just take that that step like when I was starting photography I was working or not starting but when I started again here in Houston I worked two jobs or like for two years before um I took this full-time for I took photography full-time um and when I was thinking about taking it full-time the phrase I kept saying was like, well, why not? Like if it doesn't work out, that's fine. Like the worst someone can say is no. Or if you have to go back to working a desk job, that's fine. But why not try, you know, like why not take that leap? And so I think that's something that I constantly go back to is because I definitely second guess myself. I, I'm, I cannot make a decision to save my life. All my friends (laughs) laugh about it, but I'm like, I, I'm always like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe should I do this? I don't know. And, but why not? You know? And so I think, I think that's something that I would tell anyone, like if you're, if you want to start photography, do it. Why not? It's not going to hurt you. It's only going to either make you better. Or if you decide it's not for you. Great. That's fine. Yeah. But what yeah. are you, you're not going to know if you don't try. So, um, I think that that's something that is always just like in my mind of don't second guess yourself. Just try it. The worst they can say is no. The worst that can happen is you go back to what you're doing, whatever. Um, but that's kind of something that I hold dear with my business is, yeah. is that kind a of phrase.
1: I love that. Yeah. And it's it, like you said, the worst that could happen is they say no, and then you just continue on doing what you're doing.
0: Right. I mean, I've been told no so many times, but Oh yeah. I've also told yes. A lot of times. I mean, been told yes. A lot of times. So it's, oh, yeah. it's, really, you really never know until you try. So, mm-hmm. um, and I have to remind myself that because I definitely am, I do second guess myself and I'm like, I don't think I can do it or whatever, but like, why not? Like, why not go on a podcast and talk about senior reps? Like, why not okay. start a senior rep team? You know? So there's, there's so many, and that's kind of when I started my senior reps and I was like, you know what? It's not going to hurt anything. You know, why not try it and see? And, right. um, I, I did a kind of a, another part of a senior rep team. We can talk about that later too, but. Um, and I was like, why not try this? And then it didn't really work out. So I didn't never do it again. And that was, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just part, part of learning and growing. And if you don't take those chances, you probably won't grow.
1: Yeah. So. And, and you'll never know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. You'll,
1: you'll, in, instead of the, why not? You're going to be, you know, what if, Yes. Like, what exactly. if I had started that senior rep program or yeah. what if I reached out to whoever to collaborate on this thing, like yeah. that could have worked out. Or maybe like you see someone else who did reach out or you hear a story. Um, like uh okay, so completely off topic, but uh okay. also kind of on topic. I was listening to the podcast Smartless uh the other day. Okay. Um and Rob McElhenney, uh who plays Mac on um Always Sunny. Uh, mm-hmm. so he he was talking about how they started the show and how they like bought a cheap camera like in 2004 and just recorded an episode. And then they're like, yeah, we don't like this. Let's redo it. Let's change these things. And then they finally got it to where they liked it. And then they pitched it to, I think you said like seven or eight different uh, producers Mm -hmm. and seven of them came back and said, yeah, but you know, why not? record on this like two hundred dollars camera with yeah. a bunch of people who like are not in show business, yeah, and then and then pitch to uh, FX and then FX picks you up. and now it's like, and it's a huge years, yeah, it's, it's a huge pitch. hit
0: right? yeah, so I, I love that. and I think if any in like if you're thinking about doing anything, this doesn't even have to be about photography. like, if you want to do something like you should just try and follow Mm -hmm. your dreams and do like, and that sounds like such a now to this, like these days, it's like, follow your dreams, you know, Uh. But, but it's so true. Like do, do what you want to do. I just worked with, um, a young guy on a, on a project and he was like, and we, I was just super excited about it. And he was like, I can't say that much. So I'm going to be kind of vague about it. But, uh, and he was like, I just love that you're so invested in this project as well. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm a part of it now. Like, I, you're, you're doing what you love to do. And you're like, so excited about it. So I'm going to be excited about it with you because you're trying and you're going for your goals. And like, I don't mm-hmm. think enough people do that. I think too many people are watching other people live their dreams and wishing that was them instead of going out and doing it. Um, so I don't want to be that. I want to be the person that's like going for it all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely my biggest piece of advice is just go for it. Why not? Yeah.
1: And you don't have to have everything ironed out. Like, oh yeah, me, I always <laughs> wanted like I, I need to know like step by step through the end to yep. the, like the success, the goal, like, what am I gonna do every step of the way? Now I'll start with the first step. Yeah, and a lot of times, like you have to pivot so many different times in business. Uh, oh. like the the other that program me. that you were talking about that you were like, I tried this, not for me. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's go back to what I was doing, or let's do a different version of this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a lot of like moving around. It's it's not a straight line to get Never. to a successful business. Yeah. Um, or a successful life. Uh, you know, if you're wanting uh-huh. to move, or if you're wanting to like, you know, break into a new friend group or something. It's like, yeah, just do it. the The worst that could happen is people say no. Yeah. And then you're either back to where you were, or you're able to pivot to a different location.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, so yeah, I love it. Okay, cool. I like that. Um, okay, so let's, let's talk about the senior rep programs then. All right, um, let's go. Sweet. So for, for the people who are just like, I don't even know what a senior rep program is, um, could you give like a little brief synopsis of what exactly that is?
0: Sure. Uh, so I actually have learned that a lot of people don't know what a senior rep program is. Um, or are confused by it. So I, which I think it's a regional thing. I think that there's not senior reps all over the country. I think it's like very popular in the South. I think it's really popular in Houston. I think it just happens to be something that is popular in this area. Um, I mean, I think in, I think in the South in general, cause I have my, one of my cousins was a rep in Florida. So I think it's, I think there are, teams other places, but I think it is a newer idea maybe. Um, but virtually what they are is a kind of a spokesperson for your business. Um, they are, I think it looks different also for everyone, um, and everybody's businesses, but for mine, they are seniors in, upcoming seniors. So I, I get my teams when right before their, their senior year, um, mm-hmm. summer before senior year. Um, and then they are a rep for me all through the year. Um, and they, they get discounted rates and they talk about my business on social media and share, excuse me, my business on social media. So that's virtually what they do. I think for other people, it may look different. Um, but they're kind of just spokes, spokespeople, um, that are peers of your target audience. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. Cause I think, You could have a rep team if you were, uh, you know, you could, I mean, it's, it's kind of almost like doing style, like styled shoots for weddings, but for seniors, kind of. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, that makes or sense. Or even you know, like. Part of your your business. Uh-huh. Directly. I don't know. I think it looks different for everyone. So I'm trying to be kind of vague about it because I think everybody's is different. Uh, but that's virtually kind of what they are. Okay. spokespeople.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like you can you can customize it for however you want in your business, whatever looks good for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, to where you know you do discounted rates, or you do like they get like a free session or something. Exactly. And yeah. And Yeah, and you can figure out like how often you want them to talk about you or right. all that. Are there like contracts involved and stuff?
0: Yeah. So I do have a contract, um, and basically it just states uh, what they'll get from me and what I expect from them. Um, and it's, you know, only working with me, um, like no promotion of any other photographers during their time as a rep, Mm -hmm. public Instagram, they'll get and like what I'll, I'll give to them, what they'll get out of being a rep, um, and things like that. Having a good attitude, being like part of a team, things like that. Um, but majority of it is, it's pretty, it's pretty low key. Um, not a lot of rules necessarily. Um, but to be a rep for someone, you have to be only for that person. Um, that's something that I found is like really important. Um, my first year, I did not have that in my contract and it didn't really work out. So, uh, uh definitely an important thing to put in if you want, especially nowadays with social media being so big and high school seniors being so active on social media, mm-hmm. important that you make that known that you are they are a rep for you so they need to kind of like reflect that and not be promoting other people but saying right. that they're rep for you
1: yeah yeah it's like, like, like being important. reps for like three different photographers so exactly. i can get all these you know perks of being a rep and then exactly. like i don't know i'm sharing about all three of you
0: yeah, and yeah. it's like, that's not the point. Yeah,
1: that, that's <laughs> no. not as helpful.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of an important part of mine at least is that that's in there. Otherwise I'm pretty flexible when it comes to, I mean, they have, you know, it says like, Hey, let's post three times in the fall, three times in the spring, but majority they will post more than that. Um, and I think that they're excited to be reps. So they are excited to be posting and exciting to be do like excited to be doing that kind of stuff and I haven't really had to ask anyone like hey you haven't posted in a while like can you post because right high schoolers they love social media and they love posting and when you get a high quality image of yourself I think anyone would want to post it you know like yeah. so I think that that kind of comes without saying is like posting about it but um the working with other people is where it gets a little dicey in there a yeah. little
1: bit like the whole, the whole group aspect of all the reps or Mm -hmm. working with other people, um, uh, working with other photographers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, And I, I hate to be like, I don't want to be, um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but like, I don't want to like gatekeep them or like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be weird, but it's also the point of being a rep for someone is repping them. You know, like if you say you're going to rep the Rosemary hen, like, I don't, you shouldn't want to rep the Rosemary Hen and, you know, Sally Sam's photography or whatever.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, like if, if Nike reached out and was like, Hey, we want to, we want to have you as a rep. Um, you know, we want you to wear all the like Nike athletic gear and shoes and all that. And then you walk out in Adidas exactly. like the next day or like cool. you're posting a photo on Instagram. You're like, Hey, check out these new Adidas that I got. And you're like, Wait, but you were me Yes. Yes. Where are my stuff? Post exactly. my products.
2: Yeah. Oh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. That that makes sense. And I think that's really helpful to have those contracts. I think that's something that a lot of people don't think of, um, or don't contracts also have like a stigma uh to them. Yeah. Uh, just like, oh, but I don't want to be super pushy or like legal or whatever. Yeah. Like, we we can be friends. Like I'll it's word of word of mouth, whatever, or I'll take your word and yeah. you take mine. Um, but having that contract, like I even like with my my couples, even like doing engagement shoots or stuff like that, I'll send a just a really short contract of this is what you can do with the photos, this is what I can do, and this is like, you know, what each each of our parts are. Right. Um and it's more and I tell them like, like this is something for you to reference. If you ever have a question of like, Oh, like whenever we post on social media, are we supposed to tag you? Like it's not required. Um, but yeah, I love it. Like Please. yeah, I'd like, like to see uh, it and at least yeah. be like, Oh yeah, this was amazing whenever we did this or all yes. are oh, so awesome or like, yeah. You know, hashtag couples goals, whatever. And, and, uh, share that on theirs. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a good reference point for them uh, if they're, cause they, they may have been, you know, super excited to be a rep and then two months down the road, they're like, Oh wait, how many times was I supposed to post Exactly. Or what am I supposed to do? Or, you know, can what is,
0: I, what am I getting from her? Like how many shoots do we get? Like what is all included? Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's all there. And I think also one, I mean, being a senior, you're so busy. Yeah. Senior year is crazy. So yeah. having something to reference and like knowing Like, I know things get out of hand. Like, I know things get busy. They get busy for me too. And I'm not a senior anymore. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Um, But having that and then just having something to be like, to remind you, oh, we have to do that. Oh, we have to do this because I signed this contract that says I want to be a part of your team. And I think think also my rep program has grown so, so much. So I just now, literally yesterday, released who my new reps are um they just i just picked them on the 5th so like the, the, a couple of days ago
2: yeah
0: um but i had over 150 applications and i picked 12 so it's really important like you be getting picked is like a huge deal because okay. a lot of people that you have now not i hate to be like you beat out which is that's not that sounds bad but mm mm-hmm. I picked you out of 150 people. Um and so like that means that I expect I mean I I I think you're going to do a great job, but I also would love I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to go where I'm trying to go with this, but like I hope that you will respect me how because you're I don't know, chosen to be this position. I don't know if that makes right. me- but
1: yeah, no. you weren't just like, okay, all 150 of you. you exactly. It's back. not
0: just like, yeah, it's yeah. like you were chosen out of all of these people. So mm-hmm. like fulfill that, that's that space. Like I want you like respecting that way. I don't know.
1: Right. No. And yeah, I think that makes sense. Like uh, because you chose them, they, you know, they fall in line with your brand. They fall in line with uh, the expectations that you have for them. Right. Like, right. Okay. Yeah, I think like I believe that you're gonna be a great rep. You're gonna represent me well. Um, and you know, not that the other, you know, 130 something wouldn't, but uh those were the ones that you like connected with and you're like, okay, yes, a hundred percent. Like I I believe these are, are great picks. Yeah. Um, and then for them, like if I got picked, like one of 12 out of 150, I'd be like, yeah this is yeah. this is awesome. Like, I feel so special. Like anytime yeah. that I'm like, make a list of like best photographers in whatever area of the country or whatever, I'm like, I made a list. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Oh, and man. it's, it's gonna... such an honor. Like,
0: and I hate to be like, Oh, it's such an honor to be a rep for the Rosemary Hinn. But at this point, when, when my, my program has grown so much, like I, and I know, When I was in high school, I wouldn't have applied for something like this. I'm honored that everyone applied, but I'm even more honored that like when, when the girls, like when the reps I have, like I can use last year's for an example, they did an incredible job. They were posting all the time. They were super involved. They really wanted to do the shoots. They, they were like excited about it. And that, that I feel honored that you would want to like help my business in that way. Mm-hmm. And that you are giving your hundred percent to me, like makes me feel so good because you believe in my business. Just like I believed in you kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so I, I don't know. I love my reps and I, I loved, this is like, it, the rep program is definitely one of my, the favorite parts of my job. Um, And so just getting to have a new group and start fresh and, you know, have all these ideas for them is, is really exciting. So
1: Yeah, that's really, that yeah. is exciting. It's, it's really cool. It's fun to, to watch uh, through your Instagram and just like seeing like the group shots that y'all do. And yeah. uh, like you did, and maybe it was like this last group uh, for, for last semester or whatever, mm-hmm. but like y'all had like a huge like charcuterie table. Yes. And yeah. A big, big party. And I was like, yeah, that would be fun to be part of that. Like I would have loved that my senior year uh, to be part of something
0: Yeah, I think that's, it's, it's such a valuable time, um, Mm. being a senior. And so one thing that I love about my reps is majority, some of them already know each other when they come in. I don't know who knows everybody, you know, like everybody has weird connections, but a lot of them don't know each other coming in. And there are a lot of them are all from different schools this year. All, so I have three girls from the same school and then the rest are all from different schools, um, for this group, this year's group. And so they may not have ever had any other opportunity to meet these people but then they might meet their new like best friend or new college roommate like a lot of the girls in our area all go to the same schools so they may have just met their roommate via the rosemary reps so it's just yeah. like it's just a cool um avenue for a lot of openings for them and i know a couple of my girls um from last year were interested in getting into modeling and so this really like pushed their you know career in a you know in another path because now they're getting to learn posing they're getting to learn their angles they're getting to shoot a lot and kind of learn about what works for them and where mm. to find the light and things like that um uh, which is really cool so there there's so many different opportunities within the reps that don't even have anything to do with me necessarily so um yeah. i think that that's another like fun part that i love about about my rep team is it's it's just a it's a way to fellowship with other peers and other girls in your community that you may not have met otherwise um and I know I mean being a high school senior girl is like one really exciting but two kind of scary because you're about to go up to college um and there's so many like you're just in between you know being a kid and being an adult I guess Mm -hmm. um and so I I also when I was a senior I didn't I mean I did not have someone to kind of look up to but I didn't have like I can't name one person right now not that I like knew for sure was someone I looked up to, you know, like that one person. Um, so I love to also be kind of, kind of a mentor, kind of a, you know, big sister for them as well. Just, I mean, to have that person that you can ask about things that isn't your mom or isn't your older sister. Um, and I, I don't know, that's something, that's something that's really important to me too, is just having that fellowship and being that kind of like mentor for them as well.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times, like especially around that age, like you don't listen to the advice of family members, like oh, yeah. I'm not gonna listen to my mom. Like no. <laughs> you know, she's got ulterior motives, whatever, like I'm not gonna, whatever, mom. Yeah. But like a friend, uh, you know, someone who's a little bit older, not quite mom age, and yeah. like uh, you know, maybe uh, you know, would be um much more. Accepted. And like, yeah. oh yeah, you're saying like there's so many times that like someone else will say the exact same thing. Yeah. As, you know, someone <laughs> yeah. like a parent yeah. or, or sibling or something, and they're just like, Yeah, I never thought about it that way. And then they they yeah. like hear that advice, but there's like that wall um uh, between you know children and parents sometimes that that's such a great opportunity for you to just like pour into um these girls as they're, you know, moving up into college and into uh, the the work life and everything and, uh, and be able to, to share that, those, you know, tips and advice and all that kind of stuff with them uh, yeah. that they may have heard from other places, but it's like actually sinking in yeah. uh, coming from you.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's a big, that's something I love. Just mm. being able
1: to
0: kind of be there for them if they need it. And oh, yeah. just want to talk about, something silly, then I'm here for that too. You know, like whatever. Oh yeah. So. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. So that's a lot of, a lot of benefits for the seniors themselves. What are some of the benefits for, uh, for you, like as the photographer having these reps, I mean, obviously we kind of talked about them, you know, posting certain amount of times, you know, every semester, uh, on social media, what are, what are some other benefits from doing a senior rep program?
0: So one thing that I really take away from having my senior rep program is I get to use them to be really creative. So they they each get individual senior sessions that would be regular, like a regular senior session. Um, mm-hmm. And they get to kind of direct that. A lot of times they'll be like, whatever you think, and, and that's great, I can be creative. But they get to they get to decide their locations and things like that. But we do a lot of group shoots that I get to kind of, create and imagine and direct in any way that I want to do it um the first shoot that we did last year was kind of like um summer in the Hamptons themed uh-huh. um, and I got to like pick a location and I did their outfits and I did all this kind of stuff and uh, I had multiple people asking me if I took my reps to the Hamptons and I was like no I was in full shirt. So it's like, no, I'm just like in the suburbs of Houston, but I made it look like the Hamptons because that's kind of the the vibe I wanted to go with. And right. So I think that getting able to be creative and direct and dream and imagine ideas helps me to be better for when I just do regular senior shoots. Mm -hmm. I also think having that creative outlet is really important because senior shoots can get kind of stagnant. They can get not stagnant, but they can get kind of like monotonous. Oh, yeah. um, it's a lot of
1: the, lot of it's the same. same
0: locations. It's mm-hmm. a lot of the same stuff and it's new to the senior girl. It's new to the client. But to right. me, I shoot at the same field, not every time, but like a lot of times because they'll see it on my Instagram and be like, I want that location. And exactly. I'm not going to be like, no, you can't have it.
1: Yeah, but uh, no, I shot there on Monday, so yeah,
0: Sorry, we'll can't no, but which I love all my locations I shoot at, but it can get repetitive, Um, and so getting to be creative and kind of dream and think outside the box mm-hmm. for those group shoots is really really fun for me, and I think that's a huge benefit and a huge help for my creativity, Um, and just for you know building cool content and like thinking of new ideas, exploring new locations. Like a lot of my reps would be like whatever you think. And so I'll take them to a new location. I want to try or things like that. So they're kind of like your little dolls. And I don't like to say it like that, but they are, they're like your little, um, you know, they're like your little models that you can use and who are willing and able to Mm -hmm. help you create cool stuff. And so that's something that I really take away from my rep team. Um, and like we were saying earlier, they're also a huge, huge part of my marketing. Um, I basically, they are my marketing where my marketing budget goes. I, um, which obviously isn't crazy because I, my product is shared on social media. So I don't know what I mean automatically because it's a photo. Uh Um, So that's kind of helpful, but they, they're, you know, getting me out to different schools. They're getting me out to different clients. They're getting me, you know, that kind of stuff. So.
1: Oh yeah. And it's getting you in front of their peers and it's not like a sponsored post where it's like exactly. i have the yeah. no context for you like i don't know who rosemary Hinn is right um, but it's you know coming from you know sarah or whoever sure. and their friends and they're like what this is an amazing photo of you you look like you're in the hamptons this is awesome like yes. who did your photos like i want to do something like this yeah uh, so yeah there's that there's that social proof and that uh that like no like trust ability of coming from a friend Right, uh, instead it's not of coming. From.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, because you can trust your friends that they are going to not steer you wrong, and if they like their photos, then they're going to share them, mm-hmm. and then their friends are going to see that they like them because they're posting them a lot, and then they're you know whatever. So it's just kind of you know it just kind of is a snowball effect. But um, but that's a huge. I mean, it's a huge help for me to have these these. 10 uh, last year I had 15 I have 12 this year 12 girls excuse me constantly posting and then you get every all of their followers eyes on your posts plus
2: uh-huh.
0: XYZ's followers and then you know their mom posts it and then all the moms see it and whatever so it's it's nice it's a, and you and you're guaranteed that they're going to post about you not I'm not always yeah. guaranteed that someone I work with is going to post about me and or tag me like you never know if they're going to tag you or not mm-hmm. uh, and so or that their followers are gonna see what whatever or like you or whatever so it's just kind of a it's a huge marketing plus yeah. plus really creative outlet for me so yeah that's kind of the, the two major benefits that I get I think from right. having a Rev team
1: yeah and I love that and I especially love like the creativity part where you can like you've got like these dream locations and styles and stuff. You're like, I want to do like this Hamptons deal. Yeah. But like, that's a little bit harder to pitch to someone yeah. who's just wanting like that open field with the exactly. flowers. And they're like, this is what I've seen. This is what makes sense. This is kind of safe. Like right. I know these are going to turn out great. I don't know about this Hamptons shoot, yeah. but like, even after you did that with, with the group and like taking photos out there, like now those photos are out there and Mm -hmm. now you can have other people coming to you and be like, so I saw this that you did. I want to do my personal shoot just like this. And
0: I had two or three people want to shoot at the location that we did the Hamptons one with some of the Hamptons props Uh um, or things that we used for that shoot. So people did see it and we're like, wait, that's actually a really good idea. I love that. Or so, um, it kind of just lets me explore other ideas and also show people that you don't have to have a regular old senior photo shoot. You can, you can have fun with it. Like I think that most of the time, if you're up for being creative and you're up for something a little different and letting me help you kind of steer your shoot a little bit, it's probably going to be really cool and really fun, but you just have to trust me. And sometimes that's harder for people which is fine. Okay. It, like, you know, it could be really cool if you just like, let me, you know, spat out my ideas at you, because sometimes I have some crazy ideas, but they turn out really good.
1: So. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I really like that, like that builds trust mm-hmm. with them, um, especially whenever they can see it.
2: Exactly.
1: Because um, I yeah. do the same thing with my couples, like I'll pitch ideas for engagement shoots and stuff. Yeah. Like we should like hike up to the, what it?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the rock and yeah. like pitch a tent up there and wait for the nightfall and like get the stars and stuff and we'll like light up the tent. And they're yeah. like, I don't know, but like um, you know, could we still sure. get the normal photos like on the way up there? I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, we'll do we'll do the normal stuff, the normal yes. poses and everything, and then we'll get the, like this epic shot. And then we did that and now. Now other couples are like, wait, wait I want to so do cool. this is so cool. Yeah, this would be really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like being able to. I I love having that like group that you can you can be like yeah sure we'll do like the normal normal photos for you, but also we're gonna do something creative for me. That I've been wanting to do, or like, kind of pushing your business that way. I know that a lot of people, you know, are big into like uh, adventure photography. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, either you know couples, or even you know, I've you seen senior photos like uh, up in the mountains in Colorado, and yeah. uh, they live in you know the plains of Texas, yeah. and uh, and that kind of stuff. If you're wanting to like pivot in that way to be an adventure photographer, like having a program like this is a great way to be like, hey, yeah, we're gonna go. Here, like it's going to be a drive to these mountains, or you know, this waterfall out in West Texas. But yeah. we're going to go like to the, the only waterfall in Texas, and we're yeah. going to
0: take some yeah. photos. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I had a one of my reps where we were doing her shoot, and we were in downtown, and we had done majority of her other outfits. We were doing, you know, like rooftop. We did the city vibes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we came down to the street, and we were going to our next kind of little spot and there's this, like, there's these, like, street bike performer guys that, like, do wheelies and stuff all throughout the streets of downtown, and I looked at her, and I was, like, what if we had them ride all around you in the street, and she was, like, okay, and we did it, and we created the coolest image of them just, like, absolutely just, like, doing all these wheelies and stuff all around her, and she cool. was just fabulous in her outfit in the middle of the street, and you're, like, if you trust me, we can get these cool photos like this, but you have mm-hmm. to be like willing to be kind of crazy to get the cool photo. You know, like I had another rep. I was like, stand by this moving train. Kind of like we did at the, at the wedding uh-huh. but together, but I was like, it's so cool. It's going to look so cool. And they were, they were great. And they were fun. And it's, it's those kind of like spur of the moment, but you got to trust me. Cause I, I'm like, I think this is going to be a really cool shot.
2: Hmm
0: to, to want to do it, you know? So it's, I think that having the reps, they do like, you know, them, you, I mean, sometimes I'm meeting my client for the first time at their shoot. Um, and it's hard to just like trust someone like right off the bat. But if I have my reps posting these crazy cool photos, my other clients that I've maybe never met before can be like, Oh, I, I I'll trust her or I'll build that trust because so-and-so trusts her. And so, and so this really cool shot. So she obviously knows what she's doing kind of thing. Oh yeah. Um, So I think, I think that's a huge part too, is like, I can have people speaking on my behalf that I know what I'm doing
1: kind of, you know? And and it, it kind of gives you a little bit of a safety net of Mm -hmm. doing that creative stuff. And like going back to your, your why not question, like you can, you can be like, Hey, why not stand in the middle of the street and have these bike performers right yeah. around you. Like maybe uh, there's there's a good chance that that image may not have turned out great. Sure. And it was like, sure. you know what? I had an image in my mind it didn't quite come together. But right. like we have we have something. It's maybe not as epic as we were hoping, but if you if you had been like, oh well, I don't know, it may not turn out. Let's just yeah. let's continue on with what we were planning, um then you wouldn't have that really cool image which I I don't know if I've seen that one, but I'm just going to It's on your Instagram. Yeah, Yep. it's on Instagram. I'm going
0: to go. And the train one is on Instagram. So they're both, they're both on there, but they're, they, they definitely turned out cool. And I I agree with you. Like, why not? Why not try it? Why not ask them? Like, why not? They they could say no. They could have said no to Brian all around us, but they were like, yeah, we're down. We're down. We're so, and, and we got it. It was super epic and it was super cool. And it was just. Like, you never know if you don't try those kind of crazy ideas. And mm-hmm. I have some girls who trust me to fulfill said crazy ideas. So, yeah,
1: yeah. and that's, yeah. that's great. Like our, our wedding photographer for, uh, my, mine and my wife's wedding, mm-hmm. they they shot out some ideas and they were like, Hey, what if like, there's a, uh, cause there was, there was a family living at the mansion where we got married. Mm-hmm. And in the back of the mansion, there was a little playground and a trampoline. They're like, what if we went over to the trampoline and y'all like jumped in your wedding attire? Yeah. we were Like, yeah, let's go do that. Let's that, do sounds it. Like us. that sounds yeah. fun and it's different. And those are some of our favorite, like, that's, that's my favorite of our couple's photos yeah from the day like we took a lot of like epic sunset photos too but that's that's one of my favorites because it's like genuine laughter and smiles and we're both airborne and And
0: you're in your whole like wedding attire too so it's like so unconventional but then you're like yeah but it's so us and it's so like different and fun
1: Uh uh-huh And and yeah, it's like that whole why not? Because they they could have asked and we could have shot it down. They did ask one if we wanted to like climb up on a hay bale. Mm -hmm. That's not quite us. We're not super rustic and you know farmers or anything. So we're like "Mm, no, Uh, and they're like okay, cool. What about the trampoline? Move on, yeah. That's us. Yes, yeah. Let's do that.
0: And like you were saying when you said no, like I always tell my clients, I'm like I may make you do something if you don't want to do it, just tell me no. Nothing hurts my feelings anymore. I don't care. You don't want to do it. I don't care. It's just an idea, whatever. Yeah. And that's fine. If you don't want to do it, I'm not going to make you do something you don't want to do. Um, but I may throw out these crazy ideas and if you're down, like, let's do it, you know, let's have fun. So,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of times I'm sure like your ideas are kind of geared around their personalities and everything. Sure,
0: Sure. Yeah. It's nothing like
1: too crazy but yeah like what if we went skydiving you're like yeah uh, no, i do jump I can, off skydive.
0: the cliff and i got you big <laughs> jump we'll do it last so it doesn't mess your outfit up <laughs> no.
1: yeah okay so i would imagine there's a bunch of coordination um with managing a senior rep program i mean you got you got 12 different seniors and you're managing all that what is like do you have any any tips for coordinating all of that for anyone who's wanting to start this?
0: So I think you definitely have to be an organized person to make it really work. Um I have we have a group chat of all of our all the reps together. Um that is really super helpful. And I think it's just helpful to have everybody in one place to be able to like talk to everybody and together at once. Yeah. Um, and that's that's been super helpful for me to just keep everybody organized. But I normally will split My, like last year I had 15, so I did five, five and five for my like group shoots this year. I'll probably do six and I have 12, so I'll do six and six or something like that. Um, but a lot of times when I have the the bigger groups, it's helpful to split them in half just so that one, when you're a senior, you have so much to do. You have everything on your plate. You're doing all of this stuff, like sports, you're doing senior things, whatever. So a lot of times you can't get 12 girls in the same place at one time. Right. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So I think being okay with not having everybody trying to make everybody be in one place at once, it, you have to be okay with that. Um, of course, if you can, great. That's awesome. I love when they all can meet. I love when they all can be together. But a lot of times it turns out where I'll have them split. I also will do, I'll have them split, but I'll like mix them all up every other time so that they're all kind of meeting new people and seeing different things and mm-hmm. working with different people or whatever um but you just have to know that senior being a senior is busy so you have to kind of like work around them and be flexible um but try to be as organized as possible I also try to give them a lot of notice ahead of time for things so that they can put it into their calendar um, and have that date set because again being in high school oh somebody's having a party on Saturday can't go or oh we have a football game out of town or oh I have a math test tomorrow like I can't I can't come out to study, but yeah. at least they kind of have an idea of when our shoots may happen or are going to happen or when they are needed so that they can kind of like be thinking about that and have that already planned out. And again, everybody's different. Some people plan really far in advance. Some people are fly by the seat of their pants kind of thing. So you just have to know that you're going to get a whole array of different kinds of people, um, but you just have to try to set them up the best you can. So, I think I don't know being comfortable is big, and just knowing that it's probably not gonna go perfectly. You're gonna have to like bob and weave a little bit um and be okay with that,
1: okay, cool. yeah, I think that's that's such good advice of you know, bobbing and weaving, and like you gotta you gotta go with what's going on, what works go
2: slow, yep
1: yeah and and if you're having a big uh rep program where you have 12 or 15 knowing that you're probably not going to get everyone all together uh, because I was thinking about that like before like like leading up to the the episode and I was like our conversation I was like oh yeah how would we do like I'm trying to get my team together for a photo shoot yeah and that's difficult because we all live in different cities and everything Mm -hmm. I'm like Okay, yeah, this would this is like four of us. So no. <laughs> I'm like, how would- it's hard. It's
0: hard to get everybody in the same same place at once. Oh. Um, and I I would also say if you're thinking about starting a rep program, start small. Start with only a couple girls. I had I don't even know how many I had at first. Like maybe like eight or something like that for my first group, which is still kind of big. Um, But I would start small. I would start with a couple girls that you can really put time into and really. Um, learn how you want your program to be. My program cha- has changed a little bit every year. So it's not going to mm-hmm. be end all be all. You can change it for what works best for you. Um, but start small, start where, with like a small group that you can get all together at once and that you can really like mm-hmm. devote your time to, to figure out what's, what works and what doesn't work. Um, because having a lot, like I had 15 last year and I was like, no, 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 can't do 15 again. I'm going to have 12 this year, which three is not that big of a difference, but still it to me, it's more manageable than 15.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so it's just kind of like, again, everybody's programs are different. So you may format or organize differently than I do, but that's kind of what I've learned is that it's, it's not going to go perfectly. It's not going to go completely smoothly. You're not going to have everybody in the same place every time at all times, mm-hmm. but trying to set up yourself for success the best you can.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. And the, girls right. success,
0: the girls for success too.
1: Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a client management system or something that you use to keep track of like who's done different photo shoots and all that? Yeah,
0: so I use Honeybook. Um and I love it. I love Honeybook. And then I also have so I have Honeybook for like invoices and contracts and payment and all that kind of stuff. Um but I also love Excel and I have like millions of Excel spreadsheets with uh-huh. info on them, so I have like regular clients. And then I have, um, an Excel for like my reps that have like, who's all going to be at what shoe, like not all the way thought out for the whole year, but for like the first upcoming shoot. Like I know, well, we'll have, we'll have a first group meeting. So I ask them what day works better for them. And if they can do either of those, if they can't, then I have them on another list of when I need to meet with them and things like that. So I have kind of excels for everything just to keep everybody straight and keep tabs on who was at the first one, who's coming to the next one, things like that.
1: Okay, cool. I think that might answer this next question. Um, So we got a question from Madeline Rose uh, Photography and she asked, um, how do you manage a senior rep team while other clients, uh, yeah, while other clients at the same time?
0: So I, my senior reps get first dibs on dates so I will have booked their individual sessions before I even release dates for my regular clients. So that's a that's a um, like benefit of being a rep is that you get those first dibs on dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're already booked for their individuals before I even put my my spring dates or fall dates or whatever out for other clients. So that's how I manage their individual sessions. Then for group sessions, I'll normally this also kind of depends, but I'll normally plan out when those are going to be before I release dates and, or I'll do them on like a day off that I have, or like a, a day off from regular shooting, um, and have that set out ahead of time so that I can then fill in the other days with regular clients. Um, it is a lot, but I think because a rep group, my rep group is so fun for me, and you know doing stuff with them is like exciting and it doesn't really feel like work that putting them into places doesn't feel like i'm adding on extra stuff i don't know if that really makes sense yeah. uh, but that's kind of how i manage both is there i kind of look at them almost in a separate separate categories in my brain mm-hmm. and i like do the rep stuff before and make sure they're all taken care of because that is a, a big part of my business and they have already like committed, and so I have like i I was booked up last year, but I don't know like how much I'm gonna like need to fill it. Like reps are important. I do them, and then I fill everybody else in. That's kind of like if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And I think having that uh, that like pre-order time for your reps, yeah like, hey, I haven't released these to the public yet. Pick a date. Like I want to make sure that you get in here that yes. like, builds that like specialness of them mm-hmm. being reps too. And they're like, ooh, yeah, this is like, that's that's it's like is. A VIP pass for like yes, nine, totally. nine something. Yeah. it's like you get to be up there by the stage, then they let general admission in, uh, and slapping the microphone over here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I think that's that's uh so important. And and that would be super easy, like a, a much easier way than um than just like opening it up and being like, hey, get yours in quickly because there are other people. Uh, because that's <laughs> stress for them. And then also for you, because you may have a few senior reps that are a little bit slower for planning stuff, or maybe they have, you know, uh, you know, a soccer team, whatever, and they're like, if we win this game then we're probably going to be at out of state or whatever on this weekend. So I have to wait. And then you get booked up and then you're either like cramming in an extra session for Mm -hmm. your rep or, uh, you know, they're, they're having to, you know, compromise on something else, uh, in their life.
0: And that does happen. That happens. Things come up. I get it. Mm -hmm. And maybe you, you booked this date like a rep, book their date really uh, in advance. And then something did come up like a sport or something like that. And it, and it's going to happen. That's inevitable. So you'll switch it around or whatever. I keep, I mean, this year was kind of crazy. We had like a lot of rain, but I keep days open and we had the freeze, which just totally messed everything up. But, oh, yeah. um, we, I keep days open for reschedules, obviously. And if a rep has to switch their date around or whatever, fine. If they give me enough, time in advance, I'll just open that date up for another client or something, you know? Um, or if someone like wanted earlier, like booked in October, but really wanted August. And one of my reps ha- can't do it in August now, and then I'll open that up and maybe they can, you know, whatever. Um, but I mean, that's going to happen no matter what with everyone, like things come up, I get it, we're human, but um, at least I have them kind of taken care of ahead of time. So that, because I do get booked up really fast because I release my dates kind of all at one time. Um, and people like book them up really quickly. So I don't want my reps who are my marketing
2: to mm-hmm. not get
0: a spot to then have content to post. So it's kind of like important for me, but also it's like beneficial to them. Oh yeah. get those dates early.
1: Yeah. And it helps that, um, their, uh, their, uh, experience with you where they're, they're like, Oh yeah, as a rep, like I got first dibs. On all these dates, yeah,
2: like, yeah,
1: it it makes them feel better and like they they're having a better experience sure. than if you're just like, all right, everything you know, first come you first serve, yeah, out there, uh, you know, yeah. get, get what you need. Um, takes yeah. this
0: if you don't do if I don't give them like a little something right. something,
1: yeah, uh huh, yeah. Okay, so we got another question um, from um, Alyssa, and she was asking about. Um, so she's in the Austin area. She said that she's seeing that um with high school seniors in the austin area um that they aren't really doing senior photos the way that they used to um where they're um, they're not doing um let's see they're they're not doing as much of like the traditional um senior photo shoot they're doing more like fun shoots with their friends. Um, and you know, getting their own cameras um, and f- kind of feels like that might be a trend, but are you are you noticing that uh, just like the past few years or so with uh with seniors or um or that might it would that just be a trend maybe?
0: I think yes and no, which is like maybe not the best answer, but okay. I think that I think lifestyle type photos are coming back versus like the more um like posed and kind of staged senior photos like I know when I was a senior mine were very um people listening can't see this but people watching they're like very like oh yeah you know all uh-huh. the kind of basic poses like that you think of
1: right like like now, that from uh Napoleon Dynamite.
0: yeah it's 100% right?
1: Yes. Yeah, like with your you put your fist on your chin and yeah
0: and like tilt your chin a little to the left whatever uh-huh. and i've noticed even when i have moms come to shoots and i will pose my girl in a little bit more lifestyley pose or a little bit kind of more natural candid pose and then the moms will be like well can we just get some straightforward smiling and i'm like yeah but that's not <laughs> what they want and like i i think having the reps helps me also know kind of what they're wanting and liking these days. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm getting to kind of hear that feedback from the girls who are like from my, you know, client base, um, peers. Um, but I think, I think the lifestyle vibe is coming back and, or is popular.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I mean the downtown stuff, like we, when we did downtown when when I was in high school, it was just like, so that you had some stairs in the background or like a brick wall in the background. It's not, it wasn't so that you're like, on a rooftop you know it's like just about the textures in the background whereas now it's more about like i'm a city girl like i'm downtown i'm like in my cool like doc martin outfit whereas you know so i think that again lifestyle is coming back but i don't i don't know i i've seen people do photo shoots with their friends but then they still will book a like professional photographer for their their photos mm-hmm. um I just think because photos are such a big part of, of senior girls' lives now, girls in general on social media, um, it's just such a huge deal to have photos, but for my own personal Instagram, like not my, my business one, I take all my photos on my iPhone, but I'm a professional photographer. So it's like, "Ah," you know, Mm -hmm. I think, I think getting that kind of lifestyle vibe is important to people. Um, but I think for their like grad cards and things, I still see people hiring professional photographers to do that. So I think, I think yes and no, in that way that people want something a little bit more casual, a little bit cool, less restrictive, but Mm -hmm. still professional enough that they can send it to their grandma and they can send it to their aunt and uncle and put it on their grad card and things like that. Um, so I think that the style has gotten more casual, but still. I don't know. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. 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 That makes sense. And and I totally agree from, from what I've seen too, um, even in like family photography and couples is that lifestyle.
0: Everybody wants uh, the casual, like the candid yeah. versus the posed.
1: Yeah. Because a lot of us grew up with the posed, like Sears yeah.
2: Yeah. photo shoots.
1: And you look at those. Yeah. And you're just Literally. like, This is not like, I don't put my hand on my dad's shoulder like this. No, ever. No. Yeah. And like, there's, there's a photo hanging up on my parents' house that is like that in my hand. And it's also like the way that the lens is, I have like this giant gorilla hand just like on my dad's shoulder. Um, And like, yeah, we never stood like that. Like, this is not my real smile. This is not how we looked, but I think people are like, they grew up with that also, or they've And they're like, I do not want this. I want lifestyle. I want like laughter, happiness. I want my hair flying around in the wind.
2: Totally. Yes.
1: That they can see if they're not seeing that represented by professional photographers, then they're going to take those iPhone photos or they're going to get yeah. a little Canon rebel and they're going to take their own photos with their friends yeah. because one, they're comfortable with their friends. So they can be their true selves Definitely. and they can, yeah. you know, act goofy and they might get some that they're like, Ooh, Nope. Delete that one. Like this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Like up the nostril shot. Um, but like they're, they're more comfortable in front of that camera than they are in front of a professional camera based on the photos that they're seeing. Yeah. So I would even suggest like, if if you're seeing that that couples in your area, Alyssa, um, are are more doing those natural lifestyle type shoots, pitch that idea to a few of your seniors. Or like you're gonna start a senior rep program, be like, hey, we're gonna do like these lifestyle ones, and then you start putting that out there. That way, your potential clients can see what they're wanting from a professional and be like, Oh, she does this. Like, that's what I want. This is the feel that I'm wanting. And these photos look amazing and way better than I could take on like a tripod um, or with my friend who's laughing and shaking hands and all that. Um, So yeah, I would, I would suggest like putting that out there. If that's what they're wanting and that's what you're wanting to do, if that's your style too, uh, then do that.
0: Um, I agree. I think, I think it's like a crowdsourcing kind of thing. Like you have to keep up with what people are liking and Mm -hmm. they're like, if you see a lot of people, you know, working with a photographer who does that natural look and who does those like fake laughs and candid moments and like hair in the wind and or, or kind of like, like those in between moments, then maybe, maybe try to start doing that or start like, you know, adding those into your, your shoots and see like, if people are gravitating towards those, like, I always like to see what people, um, post of mine so that i can see like oh people are liking this or liking that or like well, obviously what photos that i post that do better um like what people are are saving and what people are sharing um and it tends to be the a little bit more natural more cool like candid in between type of moments so oh, wow. i think that, that is a trend um but it's just how our our social media has changed and how our view on photography has changed a little bit yeah. as a community um, is that it's just a little bit more natural versus more like posed and things like that. I think it's just something oh, yeah. that people are really into right now. So,
1: right. Yeah. Like, even like you said, social media has changed because social media used to be like, curated feeds and like all these superposed photos and you wanted to look like a model and that's what yeah. people liked they liked a curated model look and now they're like yeah that not so much i want the real life like i want to i want to live vicariously through you in italy while you're you know backpacking around yeah. Yeah. Um, but i want to see like the you know you like frolicking through the cobblestone uh streets instead of like perfectly posed with a little teacup and uh you know whatever yeah. macaroons macarons yeah. macaroons
0: macarons I say macaroons
1: okay I do, I do think that. there's
0: macaroon and macaron so I don't really know
1: macaron yeah macaron what did I say mm-hmm. Macaron. The one has oh, like,
0: like it on it and one is like the little almond cookies that have the stuff in between mm-hmm. but I don't know which one is which
1: I don't either yeah.
0: um but also about like things being casual and like social media going more casual since TikTok started, um, that is like the ultimate place of, obviously there's people who do like more curated things, but like anybody and everybody can make it on TikTok and it's such a casual place and it's going, it's making Instagram go back casual because people don't want to see, not people, all people, but a lot of people don't want to see everything being perfect. Like they, like a lot of people are going back to like, really minimal edits, really minimal, like feed colors and just like Mm -hmm. casual, like when, when Instagram started, we were posting pictures of our food and our coffee cups with our Mm -hmm. little stupid Instagram edit over it. And like that Uh everybody liked, and it's starting to go back a lot more casual. So I think that we as photographers have to see that the general community likes that and is seeing that and kind of go with that because Obviously we see things way differently than other people, other, you know, non photographers, because I look at people's skin color as I'm editing mm-hmm. way differently than like someone else would. Like that's not a photographer. Like they're like, yeah, that skin looks good. And I'm like, no, it's through pink.
1: Right, or yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> way you know, too much magenta. And
0: yes, like, whatever. And so, but other people don't see that like we do. So we have to see what they're seeing and kind of implement that into our work. So that it Mm -hmm. feels like casual, fun Instagram, but it's also professional and cool. Yeah, if that makes sense. So I think I think it's just one of those things that you have to kind of like mold to your community in order to be relevant. Which I hate that word, but you have to stay relevant with the trends, and that's just you mold your style with the trend, and then you become relevant but still you right kind of relevant. yeah
1: yeah because yeah. at one point the trend was to go to sears or jc penny exactly or like that and get your your senior portraits taken in front of like a crushed blue backdrop Yep. and you got your cap and you got your gown and you know Yep. Very proposed and smiles Yeah, something that grandma's going to put up on her mantle. But, uh, but that's not the trend anymore. Like that, that went away. And those photographers that are stuck on that trend, they're not getting booked as much. Right. Um, And you know, not, not that you have to like follow every single trend. Totally.
0: Um, No, no, I agree.
1: Yeah. There are some editing trends that I'm, I'm not going to follow. And there are some photo trends like style wise that, I'm also not going to follow because that doesn't uh, line up with my brand. Right. Uh, So yeah, if your brand is not lifestyle, um, then yeah, like market to the people, like find, find where the people that identify with your brand who are going to see your photos and be like, this is what I want. This is who I want to hire. Yeah. Find where those people shop, what they're doing, like find them and market to them um, rather than trying to jump on the next trend and, and stay relevant.
0: Yeah. And there's always going to be people who don't like your style. There's always going to be people, like, there's going to be people who like your style and don't like my style. And there's going to be people who like blah, blah, blah style and not whatever. And it, that's is what it is. There's a million photographers out there. Like you'll, there are people who want to work with you. Yeah. You just have to make sure that you're marketing to those people. If that's mm-hmm. your style, marketing people who like your style, not to people who like my style, whatever, you know
1: what
0: I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And program wrong people.
1: is a great way to do that. Uh, Cause exactly. you can, you can narrow down to, you know, even like three or four seniors that really love your style and then they can be reps because the odds are they have friends that also share the same style. And totally. then that's a great way uh, to get out there and, and start doing um, what you do. Yes. More often. Yes. Uh, okay. So cool. Like, as I, I feel like there's like so many, so many gems uh in this conversation um just to kind of like summarize it uh for the listeners what are a few steps that they could take uh today if they're wanting to implement a senior rep program to kind of get that going
0: i would first and foremost really like think about if it's right for you i don't think a senior rep program is right for mm. everyone i think if you don't want to do only seniors I wouldn't start a senior rep program. I think it's something if you're moving toward being just a senior photographer, I think that is important. Uh, But if you're just trying to get a couple more seniors, I don't think that it's worth starting only because it is a lot of work um, and it will help you get more seniors. So I like, I think it kind of not labels you, but kind of puts you as like, if you have a senior rep program, you're a senior photographer. Yeah. Like you shouldn't start a senior rep program because you're doing right. well, yeah. so it wouldn't really make sense for you to start a senior rep program.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't match my brand because people are going to go to my website and be like, "Oh, he's a senior photographer," and then they see a bunch of couples and they're like, and "Wait a minute." Things so about alignments yeah. and stuff. You're like, "Okay, this does not match."
0: And your your followers and your your um, like who you're reaching is probably not seniors. It's majority of couples, people who are a little bit older, things like that. So make sure it makes sense for you. That's number one goal or number one tip. Make sure a senior rep program is right for you. Second, I would say, again, why not just try it? Just, just, and, you know, maybe start with five, maybe start with four, like start with just a couple um, and, and see again, if it's right for you. I have had friends who have tried to start one or, like did a year of one and we're like, actually, it's, it's not really worth it for me. It's not really like what I'm looking for or whatever. That's fine. But at least you tried it. Um, but just start small. That would be my number two advice is, is don't try to go balls to the wall right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Start smaller. Start like where you can really like mold your program into what you want it to be. Um, I don't know. I think, I think just if you want to do it, I well, try it, you know? And a lot of, a lot of, um, people ask like, how did you get people to apply? Well, I started by asking other people if they wanted to be reps for me. So I kind of saw who, you know, was popular, who had a lot of followers who were senior. Mm-hmm. like, I kind of just looked and saw, oh, this girl like has a lot of followers, like, and she's about to be senior. Like I was kind of like a little bit of a creep a little bit um but you kind of have to like you know you got to get in there somehow and might as well just send a dm and be like hey my local photographer i'm trying to grow and wondering if you would like to be a rep for me and then go from there and then I, every year i have more and more people apply so i think don't be afraid to ask like girls love getting their photo taken like if they're like they may say no or they may be rep for someone else but what's it hurt to ask you know um so i think just just putting yourself out there and being open to anything and Maybe you start out with just a rep program, and you have, you know, a couple girls of different ages. Like maybe it's just different for everyone. So I think figuring out what works for you, um, what works for you in your community. I I had a, a girl ask me about a rep program, um, and she was one of the only people in her her town um, or her area that really did did senior photos. And I was like, well, I mean, you could have a senior rep program for sure, but if you're really the only one you know, like it's maybe it's not something you need to do, or maybe it's Mm. small. So you have a couple just so you can kind of like do fun things with them, but it's not really for the marketing side, you know, there's just, it's just different for everyone. Right. Um, so I think, I think just kind of evaluating it, sitting down and deciding what you think makes sense and what looks good for you. Um, and then just going for it.
1: Cool. I think that's a perfect advice. Yeah. (laughs) Like it, like look at it if it works for you. Go for it. And then also, why not? Why not? Um, because that's the worst thing that could happen yeah. is you have senior reps for a season and then you're like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. Yeah. And you go back to doing what you've been doing. Yeah. And, and nothing is hurt. Yep. You have extra photos. Maybe you did some creative shots um, that are bringing in some, some more eyes. And uh, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. And
0: I I know a lot of people who don't have rep programs, they'll just do a model call or they'll do something like that. If you want to have something where you can be creative, but maybe you don't want to totally dive into a whole rep program, do a little senior model call and have a couple come out and go test out new locations or do things like that. And then if you really like that, maybe then take the next step to do a rep team. Mm -hmm. Um, but you have to think about too, that like my rep team is also counting on me just as much as I'm counting on them. So you don't want to start something that you also can't, fulfill and give them your like hundred percent, um, like attention to, um, what I was talking about earlier that the one I started and didn't do, I tried to do a junior rep team where I had a couple girls that were incoming juniors. Um, and my idea was to kind of infiltrate the junior class before they even became seniors. Mm. Um, and I loved my little junior reps, but I didn't have as much time to give to them. We didn't really do that much. It wasn't like really giving me as much as I thought it was going to. I couldn't put in as much as I thought I could to the junior reps. And so I just, I did it for one year and it didn't work out. So I didn't never do it again. Um, And you got to try it. If it works great. If it doesn't also, that's fine. You know, figure out another way that you can use your, you know, get a, you know, do model calls, do whatever, something like that. So
1: cool. Okay, I think that's some great advice. I think that's 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 awesome before we wrap up yes there's part of the show where we talk about what we're loving this week could be uh movies books you know games whatever it could be that it's been a lot of rain recently yeah Uh, I know for a lot of us photographers is not something we're loving uh no definitely not yeah uh but what is what's something that you're loving this week
0: so, I have a really hard time picking favorites of anything or things that I'm like loving because I'm just so indecisive about everything. Um, but one thing that I have been kind of obsessed with recently, um, which is so funny that I'm this is like making me laugh that I'm going to say this, but is a sunscreen. Okay. <laughs> I have a new sunscreen that I like. Um, it's, it's by Supergoop and it's like a kind of like a tinted sunscreen. Um, but I'm the kind of person growing up, I was like, baby oil on the beach, like let's vibe. And I'm getting older. And so I'm like, can't do that anymore. That's super bad for me. Super unsafe. So I've been trying to do better and wear my sunscreen. Um, but it's a fantastic sunscreen. I really like it. It's super light. I wear it every day. Um, and being a photographer, I don't realize how much sun I'm getting when I'm out at shoots. Um, I don't wear like a hat every time, but I mean, you know, you just don't think about it. And so I was like, I have to think about my skin. And so I've been loving this, this sunscreen. So we love yeah. that. I also have a podcast that I listen to every week um, called the Popcast. I don't know if you listen to them. Oh I yeah. Knox
1: think- and Jamie. All-
0: yes. I love Knox and Jamie. They are my favorites. They are a one that I listen to every single week. Um, and they have such a fun pod- podcast about just like pop culture and just silliness mm-hmm. um, i also love their their um bible binge podcast which is like really great
2: yes.
0: um, and i love that it's stories that you've heard from the bible all growing up your whole life and then now mm-hmm. you hear them in this kind of like I, they always say like every man way and i i think it's just so fun to like rehear them as an adult in a different way and kind of in a funny way when they cast the bible characters as like denzel washington or like something like random right, yeah but I love that. And so it's just that's just something that like I look forward to every week is right. is just listening to those. So yeah. um sunscreen and podcasts.
1: Sunscreen and podcasts. Sounds good. Like that's cool. yeah. summer for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I love we my wife and I are huge fans of of Knox and Jamie. Uh and Aaron. I love that yeah. there. I love Aaron. C C O O or whoever uh she's Perfect. like starting to be in more of the podcasts now with, with the mic and everything um but yeah we love we love the podcast we're uh uh best friends of the show yep. and do their whole like uh q and a's every month and the bachelor recap
0: and, uh and Bachelor just started again so we're gonna started. have the bachelor recaps Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah i think tonight yeah. I think they should have a new episode out tonight. Yeah. yeah
0: I think you're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah. And then the Bible binge is, it's really, it's a unique view on Bible stories. I agree. Um, I love that they cast them with people from pop culture uh, where I'm just like, Oh yeah, I could see that. Oh, I could
0: see um, it. Yeah. You're and like, okay. We, that fits we're right. Like
1: going through like, uh, like we had like those felt board storyboards. Yeah. Like, yep. Oh yeah. And, like, i'm like looking through the stories but with like felt characters in my mind
2: like yeah uh, <laughs> yes yeah.
1: so and yeah i think this past week they did um a story about uh lydia in the bible mm-hmm. um which that's our middle daughter's name
2: oh awesome um, yeah
1: they're like yeah that's cool like we don't hear about lydia's story very often
2: No, yeah. Often. so yeah
1: um, yeah so yeah if y'all if y'all listen to to them there's some good like um like easy listening um because like i mean we were talking about this before we started recording but like i like half of my podcasts are like easy like just fun uh stuff i think their their tagline is like um you know they they talk about uh the things that
0: entertain but do not matter.
1: Yeah, entertaining but do not matter. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah, like that's that's half of my podcast. They're entertaining but they don't matter. And it's like they're fun. There's some good laughs. Um, it's
0: light. It's easy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you you learn something about pop culture and then sometimes it's like just like so dumb and like the urban dictionary they do urban dictionary uh, episodes that are just about nothing. I mean, really, mm. fun at least. and it's really so bad. fun. Yeah. and yeah, but I love it. I love the podcast. It's definitely something I look forward to every week. So.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I love their their nose episodes where they do like uh, the nose yes. of parenting or yeah. the nose of weddings recently.
0: A fantastic episode. So so funny. So yeah. funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll have links to to those podcasts in uh, the sunscreen in the yes. show notes <laughs> and um, <laughs>
2: all. Really
1: I'll do a special link to that Nose of Weddings episode. Um, nice. cause it, it was, it's so great. Hilarious. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Those are some great things to love. Um, I, what are you loving? I'm loving, um, thank you for asking.
0: Uh, I always want to know what other people are like. I love, they do green lights and stuff on their podcast as well. And so I'm always like, uh, oh, what's, what's good this week? Give me, give me the goods.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm loving, uh, Bo Burnham's new, uh, comedy special so he's uh if you don't know bo burnham he's a um uh, like a musical uh, comedian okay he's got a couple um specials from over the years he like started off on like early early youtube as a teenager just playing keyboard in his room and doing kind of like weird al parody songs Sure. Um, and now he's got like a bunch of different comedy stuff and he just came out with a show that he did he wrote directed filmed he did all the lighting all the music all the everything um from his like studio apartment
2: oh yeah
1: out the pandemic so oh cool yeah he he started it like right at the beginning and then spent a whole year on doing it um and it just came out on Netflix last week i think I'm that sounds so fun. It's it parts of it parts of it are fun. Um, so it starts off uh really good. Like he's the the wittiness of his lyrics mm-hmm. I love. Um, which some of his old songs, like ironic or sad or something like that, those are some of my favorites. Um and like I'll just sing them around the house. Um <laughs> and this one he does it's some really good songs. There's one about um uh white woman's Instagram.
0: Um, oh, man, that's going to be great. Or, yeah. Like,
1: he, like, he like recreates some like kind of trendy, like staring out the window with like the the harsh light coming from the slats of the blinds and, yes. and doing that. And it's like, is this heaven or is this a white woman's Instagram? Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. That's and there's so some really funny stuff, uh, songs about Jeff Bezos and songs yep. about like Welcome to the Internet, uh, which is probably my favorite one um but just a warning it does also follow like his emotional roller coaster of the sure. pandemic sure. being alone in his house for a year um cuz i think he lives out in like the la area so much more locked down than yeah. like we are in texas and sure. that we were uh, throughout yeah. the whole Every, year yeah mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's it definitely follows those emotions. And like, you feel that with him and you can just see uh, those like highs of I'm creating this. And this is really awesome to
0: also realness, yeah. like, like what we all really felt and we're going through, right. I mean, maybe not to a certain extent, but like, I think we all definitely went through the ringer this year. Like I, oh, yeah. like I said, I moved in to this house to be closer to the people of, like that were my age then the pandemic hit and I live alone. So I was like, it's me and my pets here.
1: Yep. Just right,
0: like a little yeah. hermit.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And oh. I, I do think that we all have, you know, some trauma from this last year. Definitely. Um, and there was a lot that like, I was feeling watching his special that I was like, yeah, I didn't realize that I really felt that way sure. because like we weren't locked down as much and yeah. we were still able to go to the grocery store and get things. And yeah um you know and we can you know FaceTime like he does a song about FaceTiming his mom uh which is really funny but uh but yeah it it kind of brings it into a really real place yeah um and it it gave like kind of shed a light on uh because I'm I'm not single I you know Wife, kids. There's yeah. a lot going on with the kids being at home all the time. Yeah. So there wasn't that time of just like sitting there of
0: nothingness, yeah, of
1: nothingness. And like one of the probably the saddest parts is like him turning thirty, uh, in his room by himself in the dark. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I I feel that for yeah. you, yeah. Uh, but. I think it was great. I think it was very well done. Like the whole, um, the, like the lighting that he did in that little room. Um, but I think it was really well planned. If you've seen any of his older stuff, um, his like big, uh, like concert lighting and, and all that it goes along with the jokes and the songs. Yeah. So it's all tied in together. Whole production. Whole production. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think my favorite, Show of his is uh his what album, I guess you would call it. Um, but that's also on Netflix. So both of these are on Netflix. Um, and we'll have links to those. But yeah, just Bo Burnham. It's it's a new one, so it's probably up there in like the Uh, top 10 or something. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm loving. I really I really like him. Uh he reminds me of a few friends. He reminds me of my brother, also. They're like both kind of tall thinner like long longer hair now uh but like very expressive faces and mm-hmm. uh so uh but also um he does use foul language so if that's not your deal probably don't watch it <laughs> um, uh but yeah
0: i was gonna i was gonna talk about another podcast i liked uh uh-huh. but i was like mm, it's a little raunchy like maybe not i
1: don't know so, go, yeah go for it what is that one
0: uh small town murder it's they're comedians okay so they- they like make jokes and are very raunchy about these murders, but they happen in these like tiny towns. Okay, uh, which I grew up in a small town, so it's kind of like funny to me. Uh-huh. But they give you the whole info about all the town. They tell you the population, they tell you the percentages of the population, they tell you what the housing market looks like, um, all these kind of things like how far away it is it from bigger towns and things like that. They give you the whole thing about the town, and they tell you about these like crazy murders that happen. Some of them are like stupid, like how could someone even try this? And then some of them are just like crazy. Um, But if you like true crime, it's kind of a, it's kind of a funny comedic kind of raunchy Uh true crime. And it's like these two guys and they go back and forth and um, I like it a lot. It's really funny. It's just different. It's interesting, like hearing all about the town. And then you hear like, what someone tried to commit in this town of like 400 people and like a mile yeah. radius, and you're like, okay, what? Like, how did that, that make
2: sense? Yeah,
0: everyone. But they make jokes you. about it, which is which is fun. And they talk about it at the beginning, they're like, we're not making jokes about the people who died. We're making jokes about the people who tried to commit these murders and stuff for
2: out mm-hmm.
0: of nowhere. So oh, okay. it's fun, but cool. it is. it's super super raunchy. They're very. Okay. So that's why I was like, maybe not. I don't know. I was I'll talk about the Bible, Ben. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but okay no, so that's uh, called small town murder small town murder okay cool and it's I'm on all
0: streaming all streaming yeah. services cool.
1: one of one of my favorite uh true crime podcasts is my favorite murder
0: of course classic so good
1: oh yeah yeah and it's very similar like the way that you yes. were describing that because yeah. they are comedians and
0: yeah. it's light uh, but also kind of dark right.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's dark with the, you know, the murder stories and everything. Yes. Um but they're making jokes throughout the whole thing and it's uh, it's really fun to hear like their live shows. Um, yes. Yeah, years ago and how uh, they're like, yeah, if you're like a friend who was who was brought along and yeah. you have no idea like we're going to be laughing. Um, just know that we're not laughing at the victims. Like yes, we're, we're, just, we're, just, yeah. Yeah, we're tying in some comedy with this. Yes. Um, okay, cool. So small town murder. I'm gonna yep. look that up like as soon as we're done. Uh, and, and they're, they're pretty,
0: pretty long, long episodes, which is nice too, because like sometimes I'll find myself driving places and I'll I'll like mm-hmm. listen to my new episode of whatever I listen to and it's just not quite long enough. And I'm like, if I have these really long ones, then it keeps me occupied for that whole time. And it makes it go by so much faster when you're just listening to one right. story for that whole time. Um, mm-hmm. Like, So if you're looking for something a little longer, or if you have like a longer commute or something, it's good for that.
1: Cool. Yeah. That also sounds like great editing podcast too. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. Because it, uh, it just goes and you can listen, but you don't have to like like really pay attention. It's because it's, they kind of go on tangent sometimes. They're <laughs> kind of like, you know, talking about whatever. And so you can listen and it's light and you can still work and whatever.
1: So cool. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. I will look that up. Um Well, cool. Well, Lane, thank you so much for being on the show. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed talking so to fun. you. Uh, we could keep talking I mean, for, <laughs> oh, yeah. for hours and hours. <laughs> I know we've been talking um, for like an hour and a half or something so fun. far. Um, which is great. I love it. Um, but uh okay, so where can people find find you, follow you, um, all that on on the internet?
0: The rosemary hen on Instagram. I'm also the rosemary hen on TikTok. Um, and then my website is just rosemaryhen.com. Um, so if you just look up the rosemary hen anywhere, you'll probably find me. Um, I also have presets for sale. They're just the rosemary presets, rosemary anything.
1: It's probably me. So <laughs> okay, sweet. Rosemary
0: Hen everywhere. Sweet. Yeah,
1: that is that's nice and simple. That's easy, that's
0: easy. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think that like with the unique name of Rosemary Hen, it's like okay, cool. Yeah, I can get this.
2: Yes. Um,
1: yeah. I, I didn't realize uh, how many different things were called All Heart. Oh um, yeah. Whenever like I looked up nationally if there was another All Heart photography before I named the business, <laughs> and there wasn't. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I realized like, oh yeah, there's like all heart hospitals and all heart yeah. other things. And I was like, okay, well, but but yeah, so Rosemary Hinn, anywhere you can find Lane. Um, you can uh see all of the the amazing senior portraits and uh and see what the senior rep program does with uh, yeah. her business. So, yeah. well, cool. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. This was... Thank you for having
0: fun. me. It's so fun. I'm so excited that I got to chat with you and maybe shed some light on, on senior reps and just kind of maybe open people's eyes to the benefits and maybe if it's right for them or not. So, yeah. It's fun. Awesome. And I learned about a new show. I'm about to go watch while I edit. <laughs>
1: yeah. <And laughs> I'm about to download a new podcast. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Y'all, I know I learned so much about senior rep programs and creative ways to market from Lane. Um, Plus, I have a new podcast to check out. Uh, We have all the links to all the things where you can find Lane, um, her presets, uh, and all of the the fun things that we talked about that we were loving this week. You can find all of those things in our show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 68. This episode was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can ask questions and interact with us just like Madeline and Alyssa did today, and it makes it more than just listening from your favorite podcast app. Join us live next time. You can join our Facebook community by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at LightsDarkCo. dark co you can follow lane at the rosemary hen, and you can find me at all Heart photo, subscribe to the show, leave us a review. I would love to hear from you until next week. See you in the Facebook group. Bye.